Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Podcast. I am your host, Nick, and this week we're talking about metabolism and how you can make healthier and better choices. What is up? Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Podcast. Moving forward, we just finished the Teacher Fit Challenge. We just launched the new platform with all of the updates and features for all of our members. And we're gonna be producing a lot more nutrition content. Obviously, we do our quarterly nutrition challenges and through those challenges, a lot, a lot, a lot of detailed questions come up with regards to nutrition, how you can make better choices, I should eat this, I should eat that, I shouldn't eat those, I shouldn't drink this, I need supplements. All these questions come up, so we're gonna be making a series of the Teacher Fit podcast via audio and video that answer your questions. We're not gonna make them long videos, but short, one question, one answer in detail so that you can reference these on the app, on the website, and get the information that you need. So, moving right into it, we got a great question from one of our long-term long time teacher fit members and it's really two two parts question number one how does a middle age man or woman deal with a slowing metabolism it was a question from a woman but i can tell you as a man and as working with lots of men in their 30s their 40s their 50s their 60s they face a lot of the same problems different uh small issues but on the grand scheme how you can handle them what you can do apply to both so i put men or women and then the second part, what are ways to reduce our portions and make different or right choices? Okay, so question one has to do with metabolism. As we age, things get harder. Obviously, we start gaining weight. We don't know why. We've always done this. And then part two, ways to reduce portion sizes or make the right and correct choices. So a little bit of background from the individual in this question. Um, they've always been in the 130-ish, uh, 130 pounds. They've been very active. As they've gotten older, they've had kids. They've been up to 140, 145. They started running. They lost some weight back down to 140. And then um, we've gotten older. We've done teacher fit. We're running. We're very active. But post-pandemic or inside the pandemic, we go to the doctor for our physical and we're up to 170, all right? So we're, we're panicking. This is not how we feel. This is not how we want to feel. This is not how, you know, that number is just scary to us. So a little bit of background there before we go into the answers. So number one answer to this, and this applies to men, to women, to athletes, to non-athletes, to young people, the whole nine. The scale should not be and is not the number one indicator of health, wellness, and high quality nutrition. There are so many other things that you can measure. I'm gonna give you a couple. So body fat percentage, if you get it at the doctor, that's great. You can buy a cheap little handheld machine that you can do it at home off of Amazon. Um, you know, you can take pictures, you can measure your performance, whether if you're a runner and it's a 5K time, if you're doing a teacher fit workout, you can go back and test one of our benchmark workouts. Um, 
you could test that performance. And if you're improving, you're getting healthier, you're getting more fit. And then obviously how you feel, do you have energy? Do you feel stronger? Are you more prepared for your day? Do you have more energy in the classroom? All of those things contribute to your overall wellness. Society has absolutely lied to us with regards to the scale. This like Weight Watchers, lose 10 pounds fast, lose 30 pounds in 30 days. All of this is complete BS, all right? Every single person is different and you can be a healthier, better version of yourself at maybe 165 than you are at 130. Our bodies change, specifically women, through childbirth and through age and all these things. And it's all about figuring out what's best for you right now with regards to your ability to be active, the energy that you need, the goals that you have, the lifestyle that you live, all of those things are contributing factors. And this individual that asked the question I know is super fit, super active, and even said, I'm way more muscular now, but I don't eat great. So we've self-identified that we have added, added muscle, and I know muscle weighs more than fat, we don't always buy into that, but we also don't eat great. So keep in mind, your body weight alone is not a perfect indicator. So make sure you're measuring all those different things. I guarantee this person, if they had pictures from, you know, a year ago, two years ago, whatever it may be compared to now, they might like the way they look a little more. Okay, part two. Uh, yes, 100% agree that weight loss and body mass changes get old, get harder and harder and harder as we get older. For instance, myself, I am 36. If you know, I gain weight currently, it is so much harder to get back to the lean uh, body style that I like now. Or just on the opposite end, if I want to add five pounds of muscle right now, it is much harder. And obviously it's, it's harder for women, it's harder for guys that are older than me. Those things definitely uh, are important to remember. But if it is a priority to you to lose body fat, to gain muscle mass at this older age, if it's harder to do, what does that mean? That means we have to be that much more specific with what we're eating, how we're training, tracking our food, understanding our total daily energy expenditure. All of those things have to be more dialed in. And if we're willing to say that I don't eat great. I still allow myself to have some treats, you know, these types of things. Then we have to be okay with not being this like lean, mean machine that we want to be. We're, we're not going to be perfect if we allow ourselves to have those things. And that's fine. Everything that we teach talks about long term sustainable change. Okay, long-term sustainable change. What we wanna do is focus on those small things. So if we're having treats and we're not liking the way that we're looking, maybe we cut those treats down. If we're having a treat two or three times a week or we're having that glass of wine two or three times a week, whatever it may be, we cut that down to two. And then we've, when we figure out that that's sustainable, we cut that down to one. It's those small changes over time. We're trying to build a lifelong sustainable nutritional lifestyle that lasts from now until until we're gone okay these quick fixes they may make you feel quick and they may fix something in the short term but we all know that long term those changes aren't gonna last so 
if you want to make those changes, we got to start dialing it in a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. If you need help with that, go back to week two of the challenge. You can scroll back on the calendar in January, find your total daily energy expenditure. If you're eating that every single day for a week to a month, and those changes aren't happening that you want based on body weight, body fat, pictures, performance, then we make a change. We subtract 200 pounds. We in, or sorry, 200 calories. We increase 200 calories. You know, whatever that whatever that change you want, we start making those changes over time. All right. <clears throat> and then the next level of that is tracking those macronutrients. How many carbs am I having? How much protein am I having? How much fat am I having? And we can start to manipulate those more and more specific moving forward. And if you're interested in that more specific um, macronutrient coaching, let me know, comment on the video, send me an email, nick at teacherfit.com, and we can figure out how to get you help. Part three to the answer to that question is going to be barring any medical conditions that are going to impact your metabolism and weight loss and understanding you, make sure you're going to get those physicals, which I think you are. Most of you are obviously you have to have them for work and those types of things. One thing you can try and you need to make sure you're eating enough as a whole, but is reverse dieting. And you can Google reverse dieting. There's going to be 18 million articles on it, but it's essentially slowly incre increasing your caloric intake. And my assumption specifically with women based on my, my experience with coaching women in nutrition is that most people under eat slowly increasing the caloric intake that you're consuming on a daily basis until that metabolism is jump started. And then once it's jump started, we eat at that, um, caloric intake for a week, for a month, we're burning calories, our weight's not fluctuating, then we can start, maybe we subtract 100 calories and we see the impact on our body, then we subtract 100 calories and maybe that gets us back where we wanna go. So hit a quick Google search, reverse dieting, definitely an option, but first, you need to make sure you're eating enough calories in the first place, okay? And if you realize you're not, that's that time to add those calories in slowly and get that baseline. If my baseline, at 170 pounds and highly active is 1,800, 2,000 calories, we need to make sure we're eating that because if you're under eating, our body has to survive. And if it knows you're gonna burn all these calories, what's it gonna do to anything excess? It's gonna hold it all in for a rainy day where you don't feed it enough, all right? And that's where we get those fat storage, fat storage on our body that we wanna get rid of. All right, question number two, just a reminder, what are some smart ways to reduce portions and make different or right choices? So a couple of little quick things you can do, eat more protein and in your meals, eat your protein first. This protein is gonna not only fill you up, but it takes a lot of energy from the body to use and process protein. So it's gonna be working, 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 burning calories just to process that protein. So up in your protein, making sure you're getting that really 0.5 to 1.5 grams of protein per pound of body weight. I'm about 220 pounds, I should be eating about 220 grams of protein. Um, the next thing is gonna be drink more water. Most people who have hunger cravings, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, you're actually just dehydrated, 
All right, if you have that bottle, which we always talk about getting that 100 ounces to a gallon of water every single day, you're gonna see that hunger subside and you're not gonna have those cravings where you're grabbing snacks and doing this and doing that. You're gonna be able to eat the meals that you plan, which leads me to the last part, planning, planning, planning. When you think you've planned enough, plan more, plan out what you're gonna eat, plan out the snacks you're gonna you're gonna have, plan out the when you're gonna drink your water. The more planning that goes into your nutritional lifestyle, obviously you're going to be set up, set up for success. All right, guys, make sure you're drinking your water, eat more protein, make sure you are planning everything that you do with regards to nutrition. If you want to see these amazing changes and we want to see them as we become 40, 45, 50, 55, 65, we have to be willing to do the work. And, you know, contrary to what I wish was true, it's not just work hitting it in the gym, running the miles, doing the yoga. It's not just that. It's in the kitchen. It's in the planning process. That's really going to make a difference with your body mass changes, losing weight, gaining body mass, gaining muscle, all those things. So I hope this helped. I know it was a long, long, long answer for this one nutrition question. We're gonna be doing a lot more. Please comment, email me, nick at teacherfit.com with any nutrition questions that you have and we'll get some answers to you. Again, if you're interested in a higher level of nutrition coaching, we are gonna start offering that very soon on a small group and one-on-one -on -one basis. If you're interested in that, shoot us an email. Again, nick at teacherfit.com, and we'll make sure you know when that is available. Hope you guys like the show. Leave us a comment, a five-star review, wherever you listen to podcast, or if you watch this on video on YouTube. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I will see you on the next one.